to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. So, Julie, welcome to today's show. Thank you. It's going to be a great show. It is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it is so extremely effective. So it's a pleasure to be here. Actually, it's one of Julie's favorite topics. This is a concept that she came up with, I don't know, 10 years ago um, that Mm -hmm. we have since used for all of our top producing agents. And it's a concept that all of you guys can apply immediately to your real estate businesses that will truly give you uh, a real-time health report of your business. In other words, what you're doing now, is it going to lead to success or is it going to lead to failure going forward? And it's difficult to know because, you know, we don't have crystal balls. Well, guess what? When you listen to today's radio show, you will have a crystal ball. You will know what your early warning signs are of your, um, you know, your impending success, your, your, you know, looming, dooming failure. So here's a mindset shift for all of you guys. Yes, again, we talked about this in the past few radio shows, but it's worth repeating. We are halfway through 2015, and for some of you, that's going to be a great thing, you know, because you're way ahead of your goals. You're having your best year ever. You're just beside yourself with all your success. Some of you are on target, on track. You're having a good year, not a great year. You're hitting your targets, but you know you're not exceeding. And those of you who basically are falling way behind, maybe you didn't have goals in the first place. Maybe you're one of the you know, agents that are more part-time or seasonal that you just kind of stumble back in the business in the spring and stumble back out in the fall. You know, the fact is, is that no matter what your expectations are for your real estate business, today's radio show is going to help you stay on target or get back on target or really exceed your goals that you've set for yourself. The mindset that I want all of you to have, and this is complicated, this is confusing to some of you, um, is that your 2016, your next year, has already started. I want you to think about that. Why? Because for the most part, the amount of time it takes between the lead becoming an actual closed transaction this time of year actually is longer. Why? Because you have a lot of the normal things that go on in people's lives. It's hard to imagine, but you need to start thinking that in just a few months, (laughs) this is crazy, but we're back in the holiday season, guys. And so then we'll have what? We'll have Christmas and we'll have Thanksgiving. And, you know, a lot of people don't work last week in October, kids going back to school. There's family vacations that happen in August. There's all these things that happen um, during the second half of the year that give people a real viable excuse not to work or to at least take themselves out of the real estate market if they're buyers or sellers. So you need to be thinking about the fact that, yes, technically on the calendar we have 180 days left this year, but you don't really have 180 working days left this year. If you take out the weekends, the holidays, the times that you're going to be taking off, all the rest of it, we don't have that many working days left. And so um, the way you build momentum going into a new year is what you have done the previous six months of the previous year, right? So that's what today's topic, and by the way, the last couple shows we've done, that's really been the, the thrust of it. Is I want you guys to get really clear in your head that what you do today because of the amount of time that it takes from the initial contact with a prospective seller to the point where they become a listing to the point where they actually become a closed transactions, depending on your market, it could be months, it could be six months. 
Um, if you're dealing with upper end real estate, like a lot of our coaching clients are, it could be a year because someone who's positioning a $10 million house to go for sale, you know, more of an estate or a property, just, you know, what it's not just a normal, it's, there's going to be a lot of complexity to it. And so in those particular uh, situations, you're looking at a, a year's lead time. So the conversations and the relationships that you initiate now are the ones that are going to get you paid in the spring. The conversations and the relationships that you initiate 90 days from now are going to be the ones that pay you probably in early summer. So have that mindset. That way you're not struggling having to recreate your business every January, February, and March. And that's the typical cycle that so many agents suffer. So this uh, today's radio show is brilliant because it's going to help all of you to really stay on top of what are the most important things you need to be doing every single day. And it's Julie's favorite topic, one of her favorite topics, which is um, you know, the vital stats report. But before we get to it, I want to remind all of you, and a lot of you, I think close to, what, 1,200 of you last month have requested a free coaching call. And it's something we always get great feedback on, and I really appreciate the opportunity for us to, and our coaches to be able to help you guys in any way that we can. So remember, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So Julie, go ahead. All right, perfect. So this ties hand-in-hand with our previous recent radio shows talking about your six-month plan, how to get you there. Are you on track, off track, ahead of track, or clueless? So assuming that you're paying attention to those radio shows, and if you missed them, you can certainly get caught up. Pretty easy to do. So now that you know what you've got to do, we've got to track it. This comes down to four things. The plan, which we talked about on the last two shows, the actions required, measuring those actions and tracking them. So this is what we call the vital signs report. And those of you who are working with our coaches, you need to be sending this in to them pri- ideally prior to every call. But this is what really tells your coach what's happening. Now let's use this concept of vital signs. So Tim, you know, say, heaven forbid, you're checking into the hospital or you're going to the doctor's office. You know, everybody has this kind of visual of the old school clipboard at the foot of the bed where you check it, the doctor walks in, they check on the patient. So what are the types of things? You know, the doctor just meets you, something happened, and they need to get a succinct, clear, definite picture with just a snapshot. So the doctor walks in the room, picks up the chart, what do they look at? What are they checking? Well, not being a doctor, I have really no clue. Unfortunately, now having spent a lot of time from the movies, those, but I'll, but I'll, but I'll play along, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're looking at your temperature, they're looking at your weight, they're looking at probably you know how much food you've consumed. They're looking at to see well, how's that, how do those numbers compare to uh, the pre- your previous days, and then they're basing uh, based on their knowledge of someone in a similar situation as you. They're basically coming up with a in, in their minds. They're saying, okay, well this person's. Uh, doing well, needs to improve, we need to add a little of this, take a little of that away. That's kind of what the doctor's exactly. doing when they're looking at your chart. Yep. Yeah, it's their vital signs, right? What's making you tick? Their blood pressure and fluids and, like you said, their temperature. And how does that compare to, say, normal or what they should be doing? It's a snapshot. It's vital statistics. That way the doctor doesn't spend the next three hours interviewing you about what might be happening. It is something that's been proven to work. It's their little snapshot in time. Well, in a real estate practice, there are some very definite vital signs that the coaches look for when they're comparing what you claim is important to you versus how you're actually doing versus what you're actually doing. So in a real estate practice, Tim, then, I mean, what are the vital signs? There's, there's only a handful that will tell you is the real estate patient alive or maybe not. Well, is so, the practice right, thriving you wanna... or is it dying, right? 
Well, that's especially that question is really critical, especially this time of year, because what happens mm-hmm. is a lot of people will sell off their inventory. They won't be replacing their inventory. And then without them really knowing it, they're being seduced into complacency because that's what the industry does. So much of the industry during the summer starts to rationalize not working as hard. You guys in New York City, really up and down the East Coast, you experience this all the time. The mindset is that, well, it's the summer, everyone's going to the beach. And, yeah, that might be true, but if you look in the MLS and you actually look at the statistics of sales, there is a drop, but it's so almost irrelevant that it's not even funny. Um, But if you're believing that it's going to be slower in August and as a result of that you're going to work less, then you're going to lose the momentum that you've spent the first half of the year trying to build and then again, you're going to drag your ass going into the following year. That's the cycle that most agents experience. So one of the key, well, I mean, there's many really powerful, incredibly uh, critical, vital signs, but the top ones would be the number of listings you have. You know, I yeah, mean, Jill, you've got the chart in front of you. It, I, don't right? want, I, don't want, yeah. I don't want to jump ahead of you. Go that's ahead. Okay. No, so basically our theme is in order to get from where you are now to where you want to be, You've got to develop strategies, activities, measure your results, and track your vital signs. So again, unlike some of our longer-term plans, this is actually tracking what you're doing about it, and this gets down to a weekly basis. So your top category is just a snapshot what's happening today, year-to-date closed transactions. Some of you can stop right there because you don't even know. That's a problem, right? So let's say you go to the doctor, and they ask you how you're doing, and you don't really have an answer. You've got to get clear on that. So year-to-date closed transactions. If you don't know, ask your broker or office manager. Current pendings. How many are there? I like to track what they're worth to you too. Active listings and active buyers. See, coaches check this weekly because they know that if those numbers don't change, year-to-date closed transactions, if you've got three weeks in a row and that number is exactly the same, all right, maybe we're coming up to the end of the month and you've got a bunch of closings. That's great. But if you get through that week and the number hasn't changed, something is wrong. The vital stats are telling your coach, we need to talk to this patient and get them a better prescription. So maybe they're not taking the coaching, right? So that's why it's called vital stats. Current pending, same thing. We look for changes there. Active listings, are they going up or going down? Active buyers, going up or going down? So one of the things we look for is that you're not flatlining on your numbers. It's not like same deals day in and day out, same leads, nothing's changing. We're just beating on the same people that aren't going to do anything. So then the next category is closings this week, offers I'm working on this week, listing appointments this week. If that number is zero or low consistently, it tells your coach what you've got to be working on. Buyer appointments this week, what's going on with that? So for example, a coach might look at somebody reporting on their vital signs that they've got eight active buyers, but maybe they've only got two buyer appointments. That tells us something is up with that. Are you waiting for your buyers to email you what they want to look at, or are you being proactive finding what they said they want and selling it to them? So that's why the vital signs gives coaches the exact facts, right? Is the patient needing resuscitated because the numbers are all stagnant, or are they killing it because all these numbers are very active all the time? There's a lot of movement. They're clearly not just alive, but they're thriving. Does that make sense, Tim? Well, and so let's say you have some listings right now, and um, you're, uh, again, you're starting to believe that the summer is supposed to be slower. You are setting yourself up to lose those listings for sure, because what's going to happen is you're just going to leave the door open for another agent to explain to the seller the truth that it's not just not only slower, but this is actually the best time, one of the best times of the year to have your house for sale 
because other agents who have told their sellers this misinformation about it being slower may have convinced them not to allow showings or even take the house off the market until after August. I mean, that's the type of thing that happens a lot. In, again, I, not in all markets, but in a lot of markets, it's customary for people actually to be lulled into this level of complacency. Use the statistics. So another early warning sign would be, is knowing the trajectory of the market by looking at the number of showings, not just that your listings are getting, but if you can, find out the number of showings that the other agents in your office, if not your market, are getting. Sometimes that's easy to do. Sometimes it's hard, I know. But if you know that there's a certain number of showings in certain price ranges that, you know, say, for example, that are increasing in, say, a certain you know, market segment and decreasing in another, and it's not just something you're experiencing, but something other agents are experiencing, well, that might be an early warning sign that you're, there's going to be a slowdown in that particular uh, price segment, and then you need to find out why. And usually, by the way, to help you with that learning curve, it's almost always going to be because of new construction. New construction in certain price ranges is killing the market. Um, so guys got to be aware of what's being announced. Um, so other vital statistics you got to be watching at all times, and this is, again, something that our coaches help all their clients with, is this number of uh, buyers you're working with. Yes, I said buyers. I know that we primarily focus you guys on becoming great listing agents, but all of you, no matter how successful you become, should always have three AAA buyers that you're working with at all times. The problem with being only focused on being a listing agent is you lose contact. You basically are, you know, because being a listing agent is kind of a monastic lifestyle, isn't it? I mean, you're focusing in on, you know, going on appointments, you're focused in on generating listings, follow like up, following up on listing leads, and then you kind of lose sense for what buyers are looking for. You, you lose sense for the trends. You lose sense for the, you know, maybe there's some, like, a, a mindset that, uh, well, nobody wants grand anymore, now we all want quartz countertops. That, you know, those are the types of things that you learn uh, when working with buyers. And so always have three AAA buyers, so if you don't, get them. And AAA means that they're the best buyers you can possibly imagine. Don't work with marginal buyers. Another early warning sign would be the number of pendings that you have. How many actual pending listings do you have right now? Um, that, if, if you're allowing that to uh, reduce, if you're not keeping it at a steady pace, well, guess what? That's going to create some serious headwinds for you in less time than you might think. You know, again, there's the number of active listings that you have. So, Julie, what else is on the chart? The specific thing? Yeah, okay. So, again, yeah, the second. Coaching, yeah, go ahead. Coaching students, well, sorry. Coaching students, remember, this is on Real Estate Coaching Essentials. This actual forum Julie's talking about, the idea is that you're going to fill this out every single week, and you're going to share it with your coach prior to the call. And it's kind of a numbers-based, let's, you know, coming to Jesus, let's get real and just deal with the facts type of uh, forum but it does help to solidify the fact that you need to be doing certain activities every single day. And if you don't, then you're going to pretty much know for, with a high level of certainty what your next 90 to 120 days is going to be like because of the lack of what you weren't paying attention to today. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah, totally. You know, it causes agents to know before it's too late. That's the point of vital signs, right? You want to see so you can take action you see some flatlining on any of these categories. So the second half of this report is tracking your leads, A leads, B leads, hopefully not too many C leads, but at least you're thinking about it and getting rid of your C leads or bumping them up to, to become A or B leads. Now, I have so many coaching clients who have said, this is critical, very specific coaching here. As soon as they started tracking their leads on a wipe-off board and or on the vital statistics chart, 
as soon as they started actually writing down not just how many leads, but are they listing or buyer leads? Are they doing both? Are they A, B, or C quality? As soon as they started tracking that, their business automatically improved. Many times I hear just doing this and taking it seriously, 20 to 30% improvement year over year. I got a coaching client in Atlanta who already is, has done more than $25 million in business this year. She's still experiencing a 40% increase partially because we are very hardcore about tracking her numbers. right? So if you just look at her snapshot, she's got great listing inventory, but because we know that it's selling quickly, and we know that she typically sells more in one week than she's replacing, now we know that we've got to replace two for one. So she sells one listing, she's got to replace two more in the pipeline to keep her inventory not just stable, but growing. We know that from the vital stats report. We know that because we're tracking the pipeline. And I'll tell you, the other thing with this, Tim, we get so many agents that you know, stuff is selling pretty quickly. Maybe not 100% of the country, but generally speaking, things are going fairly quickly. So you don't have the same marketing time that you used to on those listings to generate more leads off of your listings. So tracking your leads in your pipeline becomes actually more important than tracking your day-to-day your -day practices because that's what your future holds. And you've got to have, I always recommend as a general rule of thumb, having at least 15 leads of some sort A and B quality at all times. Now, again, the point of the, the uh, Vital Stats page, you don't want them to be the same exact 15 leads all year long. We've got to have some movement in this, right? So ideally, your leads become listings and buyer sides, and then we replace the leads. That's the other critical element here on the Vital Stats page is that Let's say you've got this page filled up with 15 active A, A and B leads, mixture of buyers and sellers naturally, and you get a couple of them in contract. One of them becomes a listing, so it's no longer a lead. You cross it off. Now you need to replace that lead. Most agents don't do that until they've actually sold that listing. So by using the vital stats page, Tim, we're actually speeding up the process of their practice. right? So. Again, most agents will do batches of deals. They'll go from deal to deal, or they'll go from batches of deals to batches of deals. And they don't see what's happening vital stats-wise because they don't track it until that listing is either in contract or worse yet until it closes and they go, oh my gosh, now that that's closed, I need to go get another listing. By tracking the leads in the pipeline and crossing it out, it's no longer a lead, now it's a real listing. You get that big hole in front of you on your tracking sheet You've got to replace that immediately. And by speeding up that process, it actually shortens the time between their commission checks, which I think is what everybody wants according to past coaching calls. Would you agree with that, Tim? Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I've never heard anybody say, stretch out my checks. They're happening you know, too quickly. <laughs> One of the, there's like a lot of external tools you can use, but our favorite, of course, is MojoSells.com. Because what Mojo yeah. does is it it'll give you like a clear window into the number of expires that uh, you know obviously are happening today, but also historically what what the expires that have been happening. And you can go there and you can you know you, this all goes down to this when you guys really are looking at the essence of what success is. It's really doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, and it always comes down to a handful of basic things that you do every single day. MojoSales.com, calling the expires, calling your centers of influence and past clients, you know, calling the FISBOs, what we call the unrepresented owners, doing this disciplined work every single time. So one of the most critical vital signs that you should be paying attention to 
or the actual actions that you're taking on a regular basis. This report that Julie's sharing with you, again, you guys, you know, if coaching students, your absolute homework from this is to log on, download it, start sharing, using it with your coach if your coach isn't having you use it already. Absolutely positively use that, and then keep, uh, keep those in a three-ring binder or keep a record of these reports because then you have sort of historical data. So you can actually start documenting when your, uh, how your activities lead to results and how long it takes for those results to actually happen based on the initial contact or the initial, initial conversation. Um, I brought up Mojo uh, because we're entering into what's going to be an absolute harvest for expireds. A lot of you who have never really pursued expireds or have tried it and stopped it and started it and all the rest of it, which is common for agents, you've got to be jumping back on that horse because the rest of the year you're going to be seeing a lot of um, price adjustments, honestly. You're going to be seeing a lot of pressure, downward pressure on pricing, a whole host of reasons, um, inventory coming online from new builds, interest rate, you know, gyrations about interest rates, uncertainties because everyone's now starting to believe that we're going to have another recession next year, not a meaningful one, but there's going to be a recession, presidential elections, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can pile it on. But the real, reality is is that there's going to most likely be, um, in, I would say probably starting at the end of July, you're going to see more expired by a significant number in all markets uh, compared to, say, the first six months of this year. Um, a lot of people that overpriced that aren't willing to price uh, accordingly. So definitely be going after this expired. Centers of influence and past clients always. So definitely look into mojocells.com because they help you keep all that stuff organized. Um, another thing is, is I hear from our friends and our clients that are using Z buyers that they're getting better quality uh, seller leads from Z buyers lately, which is exciting to hear. So definitely be checking out Z buyers. Listen to the radio show we did when we were interviewing, uh, I think it was the CEO of buyers uh, probably about two months ago. So listen to that radio show. See if that's a fit for you. Probably it is. The main thing yeah, here so is... How, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, Julie, well, the, and I, I, the main thing is, is these guys have to be obviously paying attention to what's right in front of them, right? The opportunities mm -hmm. that are right in front of you, uh, but you need to be thinking like a business person and you need to be looking at the horizon. And that's what this vital signs report truly is. It is the vital signs of how you're actually doing today but how you're doing today is the best predictor for how you're going to be doing six months from now. Jules? That's so true. And so let's say that you have the top half of the page where you're tracking your year-to-date closed transactions, your current pendings, actives, and all that looks really strong. We've got really great numbers. You're doing a killer job. But now when we hold your feet to the flames and say, all right, that's great for now, but what's happening in the next 90 days? Maybe you've got a full list in your pipeline, your leads. Maybe you don't. Oftentimes as a coach, we'll see that there's a whole lot of C leads, you know, people that you've been talking to forever, and you're, maybe you're, you know, if you find them that magic house that costs like $3 on the beach, okay, they'll move. Well, is that really a lead? Should we really be putting that on the chart? So if you're talking to the same people and they're not popping, maybe they're not really leads. If you're talking to people that have circumstantial things and you know that they're going to be maybe 60 or 90 days out, that's fine for then, but when's your next listing? So there's a lot of accountability to this page, and that's why we have the coaches use this regularly with their clients so that they as coaches are able to see ahead into your future. A good coach isn't just thinking about today. They're thinking about what's happening for you 30, 60, 90 days out, maybe even longer, and saying, hey, you know, you're on track right now, but if you've got 10 listings and on average you sell two per week, well, you only have five, uh, you know, get five weeks of inventory. Right? So you're going to be listless pretty soon. 
And it doesn't look like that because you're chock full of listings right now. You've got to actually track this stuff. So I would look at what you've already got in front of you, and if that does not match with your six-month goals that we did last uh, couple of, coach, of uh, radio shows, then you've got to go right to this leads category. Maybe you can fill in a few from just doing great lead follow-up. And then if you can't fill in the rest of your chart, you've got to go to ZBuyer. You've got to go to Mojo. You've got to go to the sources maybe you're already paying for and say, hey, you know what's going on? I've been working with these Dave Ramsey leads. Maybe I need to jump into that. When was the last time I followed up on that? So chart, track, implement, and you soon will find that the speed limit of your business is going much faster than it used to be. And the problem, Tim, I think these guys don't get a lot of built-in accountability in most offices with brokers and office managers. And they certainly don't teach you this stuff in real estate school, which for some of these guys was like 20 years ago anyway. I believe this is what should be happening out there, and this is where a good coach comes in to fill in the gap between what you're probably not getting in your office. You know your broker office manager is trying to just run your day-to-day -day operations, keep things going. Who's holding you accountable is the bottom line. So if this is causing light bulbs over your head, aha moments, ah, you know what? I never thought about my business this way. I've got to replace my deals faster. I've got to track things and see what my current reality is. Yes, it's a higher level of accountability. But agents who can deal with accountability are always the same ones who are making all of the money because they're being accountable to their own goals. So if this is resonating with you, go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com so that we can help get you there faster. I guarantee you the speed of your business will be better when somebody is keeping an eye on it and co-piloting and checking in on your vital stats. And in most cases, I mean, for being honest, some coaches are indeed forcing them to look at reality sooner than you might have on your own. And I'll tell you, you know, the, the most common um, thing that we see is our agents get busy. They do. They're being very coachable. They're getting results, which means they're getting busier. That's actually the most dangerous spot to be in because you're busy holding your deals together. You're busy going on listing appointments. Who's watching the vital stats? It's go, 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 but let's check in. Let's check the pulse, what's actually happening in your business so that you can take action ahead of time. You know, we saw this when the market was changing and becoming a recession by watching the vital stats. You and I talk about this all the time that we could basically identify nearly down to the day, if not the hour, when things started to change because it became, all right, I don't have any multiple offers anymore. What the heck's happening? To what do you mean, you know, they're not getting a gajillion dollars six months later? To how can a house actually depreciate? You know, that all happened in such a tight time frame. But we saw that as coaches through the Vital Stats report because we're seeing that snapshot in time. And I'm sure you remember those times. You know, we're going in the other direction now, and maybe there's going to be that mini recession. You guys have to identify that before it kicks you in the, in the pants, right? Things like interest rates rising, longer days on the market, you know, all of that good stuff. So that brings us right back to the Vital Stats page. Well, Am I emphasizing and, you know, this enough, Tim? I feel like I'm, you know, beating on it, but... No, well, job, well it is the most important thing. Well, I do actually. You were my mind was going back to what you were just talking about, and it was September mm -hmm. of 2007. Everyone says the mm -hmm. housing recession started in 2008 and 2009. It absolutely didn't. It started in a meaningful way when the first subprime lender failed of September of 2007. Yeah. And I remember, I actually won't say the coaching client because we're, just, you know, he's been one of our mm -hmm. coaching clients for a while, and I won't mention his name. But I actually remember I was on a. Uh, coaching call with a, in one of the California's top realtors, 
And he uh, had a whole bunch of his deals fall out. And he was very emotional about it because it was literally, mm-hmm. I think, in commissions, it was six, $700,000. And he didn't know that the majority of his buyers were using subprime lenders. It just become so normal yeah. that they never even thought to check. Mm-hmm. And, you know, subprime, why would we worry about that? Anyway, boom, bada bing, you know, start of the recession. Yeah. So we knew what was going on as coaches because we had coaching clients all over the country. And, guys, that's the reason we were steering a lot of you start to start learning how to help people with short sales and distressed property and all the rest of it. That was, what, almost 10 years ago because we knew it was happening in the marketplace on a, on a national level back when everyone else was still telling you guys that the, mar- that the skies are sunny and the birds are uh, singing. We knew that there was a turn on the road. Um, now, I don't, and we're not uh, seeing any reason to believe there's any sort of turn in the road now. To be honest with you, it's all green lights, and you guys should all be optimistically taking advantage of this market uh, to its fullest extent. And there's absolutely no reason to believe that there's going to be any sort of meaningful uh, slowdown or turnaround. But it all does really start with understanding your own personal vital statistics in your own real estate business. Guys, this is your time. I, a lot of you have always said, well, you know, so-and-so is lucky or successful because they're lucky. Well, yeah, maybe luck does play into it, but the reality of it is it's the actions that you take. It's what you do. It's what you decide to do when you know you're in the right place at the right time. So guess what? You're in the right place at the right time. Do something about this. Take advantage of this. Um, Guys, luck is preparedness meeting opportunity, and that's what you have right now. So absolutely take advantage of that. Is there anything we can be doing for you? Please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Uh, coaching clients, your homework is to go to Real Estate Coaching Essentials, download this form, start using it every single day, and make it a permanent part of your real estate practice. And we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.